Hey guys, this is Angela Blessed today. I pray that everybody has a blessed week. Weekend actually, because this is the weekend right now. It's just, I've been led just to do a recording right now about me, my life and stuff that's going on around me. And maybe you guys connect with it also. So guys, for those of you that don't know or do know, I do run um, on, it's just a solo provider mentorship, which I, God have been blessing me very well um, with it's called embracing love, which has been out since 2014. It was established since 2014. Um, also we have, um, radio station, which is virtuous radio and, and no talk show podcast, which is going to be a TV show very soon. I'm speaking that existed. Yeah. So during my time out during my time by me going through things as, um, a youth, I, um, I run into a lot of stuff around the world and so forth and I used to I mentor children I mentor other youth also anyone that's in trouble I mentor them and so um I have my children also I have I'm a proud mother of seven I have three adult children and I have four teenagers at home well now three teen, teens at home so I have a um, 18 year old I have a 22 year old I have a 24 and a 27 year old and the other ones are 16 15 and 13 um, five boys and two girls. Um, long story, the book could be out. Um, something happened to me while I was a child. I, they told me I wouldn't be able to have children, which they lied about that. So we're going to, um, <laughs> they're going to, we're going to sue them and they owe me money. So going, moving forward, um, it seemed like anytime, um, the, the life experience that I had going through while I was a child, never understanding why I had to go through a lot of stuff I went through. And now it makes sense. It didn't make sense then, but it makes sense now that I had to um, use the testimony that what I'm using now to help other people out. You don't have to go down the same path and you don't have to use the techniques that God had. God knows you don't probably want to use the same techniques that God has shown me because I had to go through some, they had some brimstone fire fighting um, uh, uh, troops and stuff. But God was the one that fight my battles for me, you know, even though I tried to interfere with a lot of stuff and he, he has his hands on me. So moving along um so anytime I would um would go out and minister to anyone else's child whether it be in the uh, juvenile youth center on the streets or into the school system my kids can be completely fine and then all of a sudden they act up they they go berserk they're acting up you know so it started with my daughter my 21 year old when she was she was home with me and I love them dearly they know that they know that my mom is not wrapped too tight too and, you know, we went through um, um, years of, um, because she was spoiled by her, her dad's side of the family. And we went through years and years of her, um, when she turned a certain age, I believe age, when she got in high school. She started, you know, you know, they, that's when they start feeling themselves. They start smelling themselves, you know, and she will always say, when I'm 18, I got to do what you tell me to do and blah, blah, blah. But the world, you know, me going through with her, with her running away, her, you know, not answering her phone, me not knowing where she at because she's a girl, you know, because I, you know, I do those um, sex trafficking classes too. I go to those seminars. I go to those missing children seminars. And so sometimes the enemy will play with my mind and be like, hey, she's there. She's there when, you know, she'll be at a friend or somebody's house but running away plays a toll on you because you think in yourself what did I do wrong 
did I do something wrong? In some cases, children just run away because, you know, they're, they are being hurt at home and this wasn't the case or they are being molested at home, abused in the home or something like that. This wasn't the case. She wanted more freedom. And because I went through life and I know how the streets are and the streets do not care about anyone, I think I some kind of way try to um, stop my kids from going through what I went through, which is not my job let me explain it's, it's my job to teach them the right ways to go and the right things to do and as they get older it's up to them if they take those tools that I give them and use them sometimes they have to go off that track in order for them to come back all the way come back around because my uh, my kids did two of them did this is the third one I'm going through something with you know so it's not necessarily I wasn't a bad parent and sometimes you know me being in an abuse situation the environment we were in wasn't the best environment with the the, um, not with the three oldest one, but the one that just turned 18 wasn't the best situation, but I got out, but that still affected them. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we do have to apologize to our children for what we put them through. We can't continue to use the Bible and beat our kids over the head saying that they need to listen to us. This is what the Bible said. No, we still need to tre- treat our children the right way. Talk to them the right way. They're entitled to their opinion. It's not how, it's not what they say, it's how they say it. You know, we was taught to be quiet. Children are meant meant to be seen and not heard or something like that. And I think that's what we messed up at because we didn't give our children time to verbally express themselves, especially the young men in these world. We didn't give our children time to even talk to the parents. So they have to go out to the streets and talk to somebody else or, and God forbid they get into the wrong hands because women do prey on other children and women, girls also too, along with men's and some, some coaches and some other people, not all coaches. Let me get this right. People do prey on the weak. Let me put it like that. And sometimes we don't already know. We don't know who the predators are. If we never, sometimes if we never been in that situation, but sometimes we'll, we'll get a notch in our stomach telling us not to mess with that certain people or stuff like that. And, you know, moving forward. So, um, um, so yeah, so I had to apologize. I have to, I had to denounce, um, with my 18 year old son, I had to, with all of them, but with, I'm talking about the 18 year old son now, I had to denounce whatever I fed him through the umbilical cord while he was in my wound. I had to um, bind it up. I had to, you know, I had to speak to it to, to die. And so he's 18. So whatever he went through in my wound and I allowed it to grow with him and not, 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 not nip it in the, in the bug that day. It, it takes the time. It takes the root is withering, right? The root is, is drying up. It's rotten. It's not going to grow back. So it takes the time. So now I'm speaking love. I'm speaking inspirational in him. I'm speaking speaking life into him so all those seeds are being planted again along with other people so he's getting he's getting double the amount of seeds planted to him the love the peace the understanding they're speaking knowledge into him wisdom and understanding so all that is choking and drying up the roots of his issues that he went through while in my womb so that's why they tell you also be careful who you have a child with be careful who you entwine with because you never, you don't know that other person's history or their side of their family. 
Uh, so moving along, so um, my kids would act up while I would minister to other people's children. I, and, and it's something that God does when I'm in a room for children. And, I, you know, because the children can tell when you're real, when you're fake. It's just that they're like light bulbs. They're needed. They're in need of help. They're in need of someone telling them, hey, baby, it's not your fault because he touched you or she touched you. Hey, baby, it's not your fault. Um, you're like that. You know, hey, you can go this route. You're not dumb. You're not stupid. You can overcome this stuff. The children need more of that. And sometimes we don't know what we be saying out of our mouth because we're just so used to saying stuff that we put in, we plant those same seeds that we don't want our, the same seeds that we don't want with planting ourselves. We plant it into our own children. I am not before per- perfect, not at all, not at all. But I have established, I have set apart. So moving along, um, we you know we our parents are not perfect. Um, and we have to um, uh, give it account for what we do to our own children too, and other youth also. God, God put something in our hands to, so because He trusts us to take care of certain things and certain people, He believed that we can do it, and it's up to us to do it the right way, or you know, or misuse it, or use it the right way. Um, you know, with my 18-year-old son being honest with him, you know, I didn't, he didn't get that much discipline. I pretty much, um, I talked to him and that was it, but he had a strong will of determination that he can do anything, which is good because I'm like that, you know, but I had to learn. I had to learn. I didn't have anyone growing up teaching us, you know, Hey, you're a woman. You're supposed to dress like this, not dress. You know, you're supposed to dress like that. You're supposed to wear certain undergarments. You're not supposed to smell like this. Um, you're supposed to, you know, deodorant and feminine products like that. I had a man to teach me that. I didn't, a woman didn't teach me that, which is sad. When I was 17, I had a man that told me that he didn't, he didn't touch me or anything. He would just explain to me, you know, if I would use my daughter, you, you know, but it was good. I'm glad he, um, taught me that moving along it doesn't make you a bad parent if your child chooses not to do what you want him to do because we cannot force our children to do what what we want them to do especially when they're coming of age and they're coming into their own and they have to walk down their own path yes we teach them and we push them to go to college we teach them to go to trade school we teach them how to manage their bills and get their credits right we teach them how to attain a job and keep a job we teach them to stay out of trouble and we tell them not to get in trouble not to hang around this person that person but at the very end of the day especially if that child's grown and sometimes they don't even have to be grown because some of them are already out on the streets at 15 16 17 years old because they not listen they, they're being rude some of them are being disrespectful to their parents i'm not gonna lie who will want a child that's constantly saying they're gonna kill you or it's gonna not my child that they hate you or you know you're not their parent or you know just constantly talking back to you calling you stupid dumb and lies i have seen pe- pe- children do that who constantly wants a child in their house like that you know what i'm saying you you, you yeah you got to pray but you also got to use discipline too now these days it is so much mentoring and so much things that these kids can get help for, from, but you have to make sure it's the right people in the right place also. But back to it, we can't force our kids as they become adult to do things. They have to make their own decision in life. And so moving along, moving forward, you know, we can, we just give them the tools. We give them the tools. And when they, when they so, because they're 18 does not make them um, mentally 
a mentally an adult. Some kids had to grow up and mature at a um, at a in a young LS young body, but they got a mentality of a a a, 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 a mentality of a mature person. Some of them do, but some of them don't have no idea what this world has in store for them. So back again, it doesn't mean because their child left home when they're 18, they decide not to go down the path that you tell tell them to go down. That doesn't make you a bad parent. Okay, you did what you were supposed to do for them. Now they have to learn from their own mistake. They're not responsible for the choices they make. They're responsible for the choices they make, but they're not responsible for the consequences that comes behind the choices they make. One thing. So stop beating yourself up. Continue to pray. You continue to pray and continue to cover your child while that child, wherever he or she may be at. And I'm nine times out of ten, I'm telling you just like that. They're going to be out there for a while, but they're going to always come back home. My door is always open for my children. No matter what, my door, but you, they're not going to come in and be in, being ruined, disrespectful. But my door is always open with them. Always. I love them dearly because they are put on this earth for a reason. I couldn't have children. Without them, I, I think I would have been on the streets um, 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 smoking crack and selling my body, honestly. But because God blessed me with them, it kind of pulled me away from the streets. It pulled me away further from the things I was doing, the hustling I was doing, the, the selling drugs on the streets I was doing, you know. And I got arrested for that. But I think God, and it, I almost made it to prison if it went for the judge that told him, no, I'm not going to mess up her life like that. And I owe him, like, if I, I got to find his name because, oh, God is good. I thank God for him. This man saw something in this little black girl when everybody wanted to throw the key away and lock me away. Now, I remind you back then, I'm going through school, mad and angry. No one knew what was going on. Few people knew what was going on. And, uh, and so they would call me bad or they would laugh at me when I couldn't read or when I stuttered. So I became, I became mute. I didn't want to say anything because I was embarrassed. I was shy. You know, I was holding all that pain and hurting for being molested, for being picked on, for being bullied. And then I was bullying other people also. So I was holding on this rage. And can you imagine what these youth are going through right now? The mothers are trying to be the, the daughters and sons' friends. The sons and daughters are getting mad because their mother is not showing them, them love, but they're showing the man love. The mother, the sons and the children are getting upset because they can't um, express themselves the right way because they got issues going on but they scared to go to you because you're cussing them out calling them h-o's and b-i-c-t-h's i have seen that done before they scared to go to you because you're making them upset you're making them upset and they can't trust you so they go to their friends or somebody on the streets who they think are their friends but they end up using them because they was vulnerable at that moment you know at when the time when i started my mentorship program and when i started stepping into the calling that god has called for me you know, you know, you first get in, you think you can save everybody. So that's how I was. But I had to learn my limit. I had to learn who was my assignment and who was my who was my assignment and who was leeching off me, who didn't need my help. And so I had to learn that. I had to learn that I am not the one that saves people. That is God that saves people. He uses me to deposit the seed. And once that assignment's up, whether it be a year, whether it be a month or whatever it be, it is determined that I have to move on from there. So, you know, moving forward, if you got a child that's acting up and you did all you can, baby, give it to God. God would teach that God would help you. God would lure the child on the right path. 
If you have a team that's that's going through stuff in school and can't properly sit and learn, got anger issues, that baby wants to talk about it. He has to release that anger in a positive way. It may not we sometimes us as parents can't get to our children, but there is somebody that can get to through our children. And I thank God for every child that I minister to, every child that God allowed me to pour into. God allow other people to mentor my children too. And y'all got to stop saying that if your house in order, you don't need to be doing this. Sometimes, let me explain something to you. When my daughter was acting up, I shut down my whole mentorship program for a whole, whole year to deal with her. When I did that, she was fine. Man, when I went back to go do my mentorship program again, she started acting up again. And that's when I knew it was the enemy. And it, it has nothing to do with my house in order or anything. I did what I was supposed to do everything possible with my house giving attention to everything the enemy didn't want me to go on with with what god has poured into me me to do you know looking back you know and i thank god that i did continue on with the program because i you know he allowed me to touch a lot of youth and not only youth teachers and 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 coaches and and, and police officer too which is amazing you know what i'm saying from a girl that couldn't talk and she always started and she did this and did that He's just using me in a remarkable way, and I thank him for that. So moving forward, you know, um, um, it was one youth that um, committed suicide, and I felt like I could have done better. I felt like I didn't do enough, but God had to tell me it wasn't my fault. You know what I'm saying? You did what you were supposed to do. But it's not your fault that this happened to her, you know? And sometimes you're going to have those that just... They just, you know, slip away. It's not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. You did what you were supposed to do. And then sometimes it's up to the very person or that child to go give. Okay, so you give them the message, right? You get them the direction how to get straight to where you need to get at. And they say, hey, I'm going to take a shortcut through Valley by the Valley. And so through the shortcuts, they don't realize you taking that shortcut. Cuts. It's a whole bunch of roadblocks, trees down and so forth so they have to wait five more years which they should have just went down that one path and they they, that that direction you gave them they could have went straight to down that direction they would have got there in a timely manner now that that them going down the other path the detour the shortcuts and everything set them back five years you you got to do what you can do in this life and this world is totally different from when we was growing up because it did take a village to raise um on these children it took a village. Now you got these mamas and these daddies. Don't worry about what my child's doing. You know, we needed the village. We needed those people, the right people. We needed those people. And so right now, today, we are, you know, uh, my heart goes out to every single parent. Let me explain something. Oh, my God, it's hard being a single parent. And, I mean, the benefits and everything is good, but it is hard being a single parent. And if you are married. And you're married to the right people, the right person. There's two of y'all, y'all. I, you know, just thank God right now. Thank God that y'all can divide time. Y'all can help each other in everything. And to my single parents, do not give up. The reward is going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. And another thing, do not, sm- I mean, do not, um, what's the word I want to use? And it's up to you. Um, 
I forgot the word I want to use, but don't get to the point that you got your 30-year-old son staying at home unless he falls on his face and he needs time to get back up. And But you're not allowing him to grow or her to grow. You understand what I'm saying? Because there are some people out there that are not allowing their children to work. They just want them to stay home forever because you still see them as a child, as a baby. That's a grown man. That's a grown woman. They have to make their own path. They have assignments they have to get to. And because of you doing what you're doing, you're enabling them. They can't do what God has called them to do. And those people they're supposed to touch or that job they're supposed to um, work or their business they're supposed to open up, those people are either dying or being in poverty or either are either not going to make it to their destiny because you are trying to stop those that person, that child going down that path. I'm just sitting here in um parking lot waiting for my kids to come out the store. And I just picked up the, the uh, and started recording because I, I really think a lot of people needs to hear this. You know, and I talk about real things and talk about true things. Um, I hardly hear me hardly be petty. Uh, I do make jokes. I just want to make you aware and let you know you're not alone out there. All of us go through some things. And sometimes you can be married. You can have somebody else in your house and still feel alone because the other person's not really not doing anything. You're doing everything. You know, if I tell you guys my schedule, you look at me like I'm crazy. Today is a Saturday. I say I will rest. Only time, the reason why I'm up and out, because my son was at work and they needed some grocery. Other than that, I would lay down. No one was going nowhere. The car, the truck wasn't going to move. But you are more than enough. God will give you the strength to deal with whatever he has put in your path. And you will be able to conquer. You will be able to go farther. And whatever you need, he has for you. Seek him. Ask him what he wants you to do. Ask him what he wants you to do with your children. And let me explain something to you. Just because your kids are grown does not mean you don't cover them and continue to pray for them. You continue to cover them. You continue to pray for them just like your grandma did, just like your great-great-grandma did. Continue to go on the path that God has for you to for you to help them. That's nothing wrong. We all stumble. We all fall. We're not all perfect. Nobody's perfect. Hey, show me a perfect person. And I'll chop their legs off. I'm just playing. <laughs> no one's perfect. I'm not perfect. But we are made whole. We, we, we need to go through several um, deliverance, breaking generation curses and breaking chains. God, we are not. We bind the spirit of poverty, bind the spirit of, of, of homelessness, homelessness, bind all types of things that's trying to come and to distract us right off our path. That cause our kids to abort the mission, to abort their babies, their, their spiritual baby, meaning their gifts, their talents that God has given them. So what if they fall? They, as long as they get back up. Stop making them living in, in, in a um, slavery mentality, you know. They can be anything they want. Go to school, be a lawyer, be a doctor, be be, be an architect, be start your own business. Be something that, that, that will bring joy, that will make the world a better place to live in. We all have troubles in our life. We all go through things in our life. But nothing's too hard for God. Nothing at all. Nothing. If you have a child and they're on drugs or they are running away from home and you haven't seen your child for years, I pray right now that God will turn things around for that child. Continue to pray for him. Continue to pray for her. If you have a child and you know for a fact that child's in the sex trafficking a situation continue to pray for that child that continue to pray for him or her they will they will come out of it 
if you have a child that went to college and that is homeless and you know no you don't even know where that child is i declare right now that somebody will give your child that phone and he or she will have the nerves to call you and let you know where they're at so that you can help them that you can go wherever they at it's not too late it's not too late trust and believe in god listen to me i was a drunk at 15 i had my first baby when i was 18 I got shot when I was 17. When I got shot, I got shot in my um, um, uterus area. And they told me I could not have children. I was broken. I was hurt. I was mad at the world. I was suicidal. I wanted to die. I couldn't even hardly read at the age of 18. And I was a baby having a baby. Didn't even know how to take care of a child. Because I was made a, a woman at the age of four years old. I was being I was molested four times. But because someone saw it fit, they prayed for me. And God saved me on that day when I got shot. So listen to me. Listen to me right now. I don't I did everything bad you can possibly name besides cuss that old I respect my elders besides that but God turned me around and he using me for a time as this and sometimes I do look back and say God why did I have to go through this it was necessary I know people may be saying oh because they rape you they molest you it was that necessary it was necessary for me to go through all I went through I wasn't a bad child. I was just, I was infested with demons just like fleas. I was infested with emotions because I didn't know how to handle it. I was angry. I was raged. I didn't know how to handle all of that. But if that judge, that teacher, that police officer, and that prosecutor would have knew what was going on with me, maybe, maybe they would have handled things a little bit different. Maybe. But, you know, I just thank God for where I'm at now. You know, the situation. I'm, listen to me. I'm going to just say this. I'm praying, but because all around me, it seems like all hell is breaking loose. But God has a blessing in store for me and my family. And they don't even know that. So, next time I click on here, I'm going to tell you guys the blessing that God has done for us. So, but it's not just me. It's my whole entire generation. Because curse has been broken. We don't shook something up. But glory be to God. And yes, I love God. Yes, I love Jesus, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. You're going to hear me talk about him. Because it was, if it had not been him, I would have been dead or somewhere burning up. But so, guys, so we having an issue with the um, person that's editing my book. So I had to, I me trying to take the shortcut. And I'm going the long way now, so I'm going to send it off to Amazon. <laughs> and so we're going to pray for um, the release of my book, 2021. And you won't regret it. Trust me, you would not regret it. You would not regret it. I, Oh, my God, you would not regret it. I've been writing this book since 2010, and now that baby is done. You understand what I'm saying? I'm so happy. But I was upset first because, you know, my book was in the person's hand for four months. And it's, it is what it is. It is what it is. So, you know, sometimes I don't, I don't always listen to God. I do listen to him, but I have that like 5% that I just try to go on my own understanding. Guess what? Your own understanding does not work. It does not work. It does not work at all. 
So anyway, guys. So yeah. So now I do. I love edifying people. I love. You know, I think a lot of people get that mixed up of me liking them. But no, I love to speak life into people. I love to edify them. I love to talk to them. I love to um, make. Sh- I love to talk to the youth and let them know: don't go down this path. You won't have as many consequences if you go down this path versus if you go the right way. You know what I'm saying? Don't go the wrong way. Go the right way. Because when you go down the wrong way, a lot of stuff happens. That's it. You get charges and all that. Go the right way. Do things the right way. God is amazing. He's amazing what he has done for me. You know what I'm saying? And I, I always hear him say that the greater the um, calling, the greater the battle. It been times I be praying for people. I be like, God, uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Was that a hit? Hold up. No, God, you go. I'm for the retreat. And then, and then I have to think about what if, you know, but um, I just wanted to encourage the parents of this season. You know, uh, um, start smuggling these kids in the house. Let them get out. They have to get out. They can't be in the house. Um, this year we have the most suicides and the most um, domestic violence and the most um, um, molestation in history because of the children staying at home and whoever is with them is whatever that was going on. And so we definitely need to continue to pray for our youth for healing for the victims and the, and the person that's doing it seriously. And uh, we definitely need to. Um, start that healing process with all the youth that's going through issues and don't have to molestation it could be anything and continue to uh and continue to be blessed on your walk um with what god has for you um it's never too late guys we're going to continue to pray for those children um you guys can actually if you're having issues with your youth or you want to ask me any questions or you have anyone that's either a runaway or someone that that's in this, you know, that's in the, um, that's on the streets, um, through prostitution, sex trafficking. You can inbox me at, um, on IG, I'm on Instagram at Angie seven one Oh two. Um, and we can find you help. I'm connected with, um, a lot of people. I know a lot of resources that, that can be, um, useful and helpful for you. Um, guys, uh, so definitely follow me on uh, Instagram at Angie seven one zero two, and we ha- you have the latest news about hip hop, R B gospel, uh, just just news inspirational. I do all of that on my page, all of that. I do everything. So it's just a lot of stuff going on on my page, real good. So guys, to my next time, see you Thursday. This, we're gonna talk. I'm uh, no Tuesday. We're gonna talk Tuesday. I'll be on Virtuous Radio on Tuesday mornings. We're gonna try to do it from seven to um, nine on t- um, Tuesday mornings, and see how that go. Okay. So love you guys. Uh, just just continue to be blessed. Continue to stay in your lane. Don't look to your left or to your right, because God has something better for you. Be blessed. Bye.